welcome back to the Pass It to Patrick podcast, sports podcast. We cover everything newsworthy, NBA, NFL, uh, occasionally Major League Baseball. Um, don't get into that too much. Look, the lockout's over. That's great. They figured everything out. I do like Albert Pujols being back on the Cardinals on a one-year deal. $2.5 million on that one-year deal. Uh, he said he's going to call it after this season and retire. Uh, good for him. Finishing where it all started for Albert Pujols. Great day. Great day. A lot of stories to get into. A lot of different narratives uh, forming right now in the NBA. Saw a couple games last night. Uh, the Warriors versus the Suns. Suns get their win. The Suns are one of the better teams in the NBA right now. They are one of the better teams. A lot of people have picked them to win the finals. I am not totally convinced yet. I'm going to talk about that a little bit. Um, also, we had the uh, Lakers. Uh, LeBron and uh, you know uh, AD did not play uh, last game. Uh, LeBron sat out. Uh, Lakers lost. Um, all in all, the Lakers are one of the most confusing teams this whole off season. I'm going to talk a little bit about that, and that's where we're going to start off the show today. First off, I was really excited. You can ask anyone. When this whole thing formed, I was ecstatic. LeBron, the Lakers, AD, and Russell Westbrook. Now, I wondered about the fit because a lot of people criticized LeBron and the Lakers for doing this. They had Buddy Heald uh, that they could have got. They had DeMar DeRozan, who wanted to play for the Lakers, but they didn't go that direction. They went the direction of another big-time superstar. Russell Westbrook is going to be in the Hall of Fame. Let's first make that very clear. And I don't put all the blame on Russell Westbrook, because we've all had times to... Uh, you know, that we're, we're not too happy with, uh, whether you're in a job or something, you know that you're not performing at uh, the best of your abilities. But all in all, Russell Westbrook has honestly delivered what Russell Westbrook is. Russell Westbrook is a high-energy, give-it-all-you-got kind of basketball player. He just doesn't stop. He gets on the floor. He's done this his whole career. He is one of those classic superstars that just doesn't work with other superstars. And it's okay. He has to be the one. The ball-dominant one. Has to have a high usage rate. And that's how he has averaged triple-doubles in the past. But he has played for the Oklahoma City Thunder, the Houston Rockets, the Washington Wizards, and now the Lakers. Four teams in the last five years. So, the whole idea of that Russell Westbrook, if Lakers fans really thought the whole idea was that he was going to come in and he was going to dominate, um, he has done that. He has given you what Russell Westbrook gives you. He The high turnover rate, all of a sudden he's on the Lakers, and now everyone is talking about the high turnover rate. Well, the, you know, that, that's, that was always the case, but we didn't look at it because, you know, he's on the Thunder, and then he was on Houston, and then he's on the Wizards, and whatever. But he's on the Lakers now. His hometown team. He's on the Lakers. And one of the reasons I loved the deal 
this is just personal opinion, is that LeBron James is one of the greatest elevators of the game. He elevates his teammates. So in my mind, I figured this is what would happen. LeBron James would be ball dominant when Russell Westbrook and AD were playing. He would be the one orchestrating. And I'm sure this is what the Lakers thought too. This is going to work out perfect. Because in the past, we've used LeBron so much, down the stretch, he's tired. Guy's playing like 40 minutes a game. They knew that wasn't successful. So they probably said no to Buddy Heald. Because even though he can sink the three, very good three-point shooter, he's not high energy. He can't be ball dominant and make decisions, right? And they, they, you know, AD, I'm going to put some of the blame on AD. Because AD is not, besides that winning season in the bubble where they won the championship, AD has not been what, you know, they, they traded for. He's been hurt all the time. He came in this offseason out of shape, so I'm putting the blame on him a little bit. But they passed up all these guys for Russell Westbrook, and now Lakers fans, everyone's mad at him. And he has said some things that you could be critical of. But in my opinion, I've been very fluid on the situation. In the fact of, yes, those turnovers were very dumb by Russell Westbrook. What are you doing? What are you doing, man? Um, why would you take that three? Why would you do that? Why are you jumping up in the air and, you know, just throwing the ball away? Not having a plan uh, when you're bringing the ball down. But I've never once said, oh, that's not what he's done in the past. (laughs) That's what he is. That's what he is. LeBron's one of the greatest players. That's what he is. AD's hurt. That's what he is. Said it before, having self-awareness of what you are. There's nothing wrong with that. It's actually good. This is what Russell Westbrook gives you. And I'll be the first to say, I thought it was going to work. Even though all the skepticism, I thought it was going to work. Because the idea that LeBron AD, the Lakers organization, had was actually, if you kind of think about it, not wrong. Because they needed a high-energy guy to come in when Russell Westbrook was... I mean, excuse me, when LeBron James was on the bench, when he was tired, and this guy could give you that high-energy... Uh, triple-double. I don't think they thought about the scrutiny and the turnovers as much. I think they thought that would get cleaned up. And it hasn't. It hasn't worked. Right now, the Lakers, this team will be completely different next season. There's no way you can keep this group together. You can't. Right now, the Lakers are in the 10th position in the West. They're on the outside looking in. So far, If the Spurs, they can win a couple other games and keep the Spurs at bay, they'll be in the play-in tournament. Now, will they make the playoffs? I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and um, say that they're a playoff team. I'm not going to sit here and say that they're a finals team. (laughs) No, 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 no. The Lakers are what they are. They went from being one of the top teams in defense down into the 20s this year in percentage. And... Alex Caruso was gone. I'd li- I like Contavious Caldwell-Pope. I liked him. You know? Uh, but a lot of these guys were bargain deals. Carmelo's been great, but he's been great at the Staples Center. Oh, Crypto. Crypto Arena, excuse me. He's been great there. That's it. 
But I really hope they get it all figured out. I really hope that they can turn it around uh, rather quickly. I want to see the Lakers in the playoffs. I do. And maybe they get AD back, and maybe they make a little run in the playoffs. I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is this team will not be the same next year. And Lakers fans, it's really sucked for you. I get it. You wanted that that bubble team, that team that had a high energy. And I will never knock that bubble championship. You could make the argument with this Lakers team that it was going to be harder to win in the bubble than it would be outside of the bubble. You had guys that were really uninvested. Miami Lakers, they come out on top in the finals. Uh, They need that old AD back because I'm putting some of the blame on AD. I am. You can't be hurt as much as you are. You just can't. He has gone from a top five player in the league to, in my opinion, he's, I don't know. I think he's like ninth, top ten. He's not top, he's not top five anymore. You can't even make that argument. What LeBron is doing is incredible. Um, But it's just, for them to win, they need LeBron to put up 45 a night. Uh, 45, 10, and 7. And he just, he's too old. He's too old. Uh, Father time sets in. It does. Hope the Lakers get it figured out. I want to see them in the playoffs. Don't know if they'll be in the playoffs. But it is going to be very exciting, these NBA playoffs. One of the reasons I think it'll be exciting is that Suns and Golden State game last night where the Suns came out on top, uh, that felt like a playoff game. I would love to see the Warriors versus the Suns in the playoffs. Uh, Obviously, Steph didn't play, you know. So, I mean, if you had Steph, it might have been a different outcome. But Jordan Poole went out, man. 30-plus points last night. (laughs) That guy, uh, questionable, half-court shot. Wasn't a huge fan of it, but whatever, you know. NFL. We've talked a lot of NFL these past um, couple weeks. And honestly, we've talked a lot of Baker Mayfield. There isn't a market right now for Baker Mayfield. That's our next topic. Where does Baker fit? I don't know. I don't think anyone knows. I don't think Baker knows. He wanted to go to the Colts, but the Colts up and traded for Matt Ryan. Which I think was a smart move. He fits the Colt uh, system way better than Carson Wentz did. Look, Colt's got one of the best offensive lines. Colt's got one of the best running backs in the league. They just need a guy that can sling the ball. That's it. Don't need to move around. But Baker Mayfield wanted to go to the Colts. Deshaun Watson obviously going to the Browns. Hate the move by the Browns. Um, I think a lot of other owners are upset with the Browns right now. Um, personally, be it's not a personal thing, but they just hate how the Haslam's, the owners of the Browns, have guaranteed $230 million. So right now you got like Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, some of these guys who are franchise quarterbacks. It's like, oh, Deshaun Watson got $230 million guaranteed. So some of these owners are like, thank you, Browns. Thank you for, for some reason, paying a guy who's been out of the league, who has all these civil suits against him, paying him. You know, $230 million guaranteed. <laughs> and he's going to get probably, you know, suspended six or eight games this year. But the Browns did what the Browns always do, their dysfunction. So Baker Mayfield is out. 
I think it was the biggest mistake the Browns could have made. Um, because by the time that Deshaun Watson deals about up, I don't think they're going to have a lot of talent around him enough to win a Super Bowl. But Baker did not fit with the Colts. I don't think he wanted to go. I think he wanted to go there. I just think the Colts weren't sold on it. They kind of had a, a playmaker in Carson Wentz, and it just didn't work out. Carson Wentz kind of forced the ball a little too much when he was in Indianapolis. Uh, I love that Carson Wentz came to the Commanders. I think it was a huge step up from uh, Taylor Heineke. Baker Mayfield has been linked to the Seattle Seahawks, a couple teams, and I don't mind that. I like that fit. That's my favorite fit. The Panthers want to stick with Sam Darnold because I believe they're paying him around 18 point some million uh, for another year. And it's like nobody's really interested in Sam Darnold. So they're gonna they're just going to pay Sam. They're going to ride this thing out. Reportedly, Cam could come back. I didn't like Baker Mayfield to the Carolina Panthers because I believe Matt Rule is still t- trying to get a grip on that team still trying to rebuild and I just think break Baker excuse me Baker Mayfield brings a lot of uh, noise uh, you know wherever he's gonna go but right now the Seahawks um I'm gonna tell you why they would benefit the receiver market has changed dramatically it has Tyree kill 120 million Devonte Adams you know 140 some million now all that isn't guaranteed but you know, Christian Kirk went to the Jacksonville Jaguars, I believe, for $84 million. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. But the wide receiver market is just crazy right now. These guys are getting paid. And they should. They're playmakers. They're getting their money. Good for them. But when it comes to DK Metcalf, uh, Tyler Lockett, DK, I mean, does anyone want to be in Seattle right now? I'm getting mixed signals from all these guys. I really am. Because they've seen what Tyreek Hill did, and what the Chiefs did. And honestly, like, you can't blame them. They want to get their money. And, you know, the Seahawks may not want to pay these guys, and so they may trade and say, let's get something out of them, clear up some cap room. But Baker Mayfield would be very good for the Seahawks. Now, depending what you would have to give up for him, reportedly the Colts want a first-rounder, uh, you know, they're, they're not going to get that. I love Baker. I love his game. I do. I love it. I think it's I think it's kind of an underrated game. I think he does a lot that is beneficial for the team he's on. Uh, the leadership. I don't buy the whole Cleveland Browns want a grown-up <laughs> quarterback. Give me a break. You got a 26-year-old with 22 sexual assault uh, civil suits against him. Give me a break with that stuff. You just couldn't do it. You couldn't stick it out. You couldn't, you know, <laughs> you couldn't do the mature thing and keep Baker. So don't give me that. So all in all, I think Baker fits with the Seahawks the best. Now, it depends, like I said, what you can get for him. I only think you could get get a two-thirds and a fifth. I think that would be reasonable, you know. Uh, I think the Seahawks would do the deal right now if they could get, get Baker for that price. But... You know, the Cleveland Browns, they either got to trade him or release him. And if they release him, guess where he's going? He's going to Pittsburgh. (laughs) They right now are scared, the Cleveland Browns. Heaven forbid he goes to Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh would love him because he's tough. He battles it out. (laughs) Heaven forbid Pittsburgh would get him 
they would torment the Browns. If they get Baker Mayfield, uh, Pittsburgh, uh, I believe, is winning that division. The defense is better. They got Brian Flores coming in to help with the defense. They, they've made some good offseason moves. Um, I, I think Juju, it was time for him to move on. I, I'm glad they moved on. I think it was beneficial for both sides. He's with the Chiefs, obviously. If Baker doesn't go to the Seahawks, I'd love to see him with the with the Steelers, man. That'd be awesome. Whoever gets Baker is going to get a playmaker. He's going to get a playmaker. He he makes plays. Is he is he always like perfect in how he handles himself? No. But you know, a, a lot of quarterbacks aren't perfect with how they handle situations. Kyler Murray wasn't perfect with how he handled his situation. But that's okay. They're they're trying to make they're, they're trying to make the best decision for them while also making the best decision for a team. Some of these guys, Baker, Seahawks. I love it. The Seahawks need to combat the Rams, San Francisco 49ers, the Cardinals. They they gotta they gotta do something flashy. Now whether they're in full rebuild mode, I think they are. Um, they could be looking to you know it's not necessarily. They're not going to have the best players. But I think Baker makes them competitive. Now, it is very interesting if they want to be competitive. And this kind of comes back to the Dolphins situation that happened where the owner reportedly wanted Brian Flores to throw games, is what Brian Flores said, and he said no. I'm not saying that's the case with Seattle at all. But do they really want to be competitive? Do they want a higher draft pick? Maybe. Maybe. If the Seahawks are smart, they'll get Baker. They'll be competitive. This is what the Commanders, my Washington Commanders, have done. Uh, they brought in Ron Rivera, and instantly it would have been very easy for Washington to tank a couple of these years that he's been there. But what I've respected about them is they have never stopped trying. And you can see that from their draft picks. They're always picking in the teens. They have the 11th this year. And it's because they're winning eight games. You know, they're, they're, you know, they're going like... 8-9 and nine or, you know, something like that last year because of the 17-game increase. They're, they're playing games. Was it 17 or 18? I, I can't remember. They're playing games and they're staying competitive. And I think it's smart for teams to do that because the fan base doesn't want to feel cheated. Now, the, obviously, the Seahawks are in full rebuild mode because you don't you don't trade Russell uh, Wilson if you're, <laughs> if you're not going to go in full rebuild mode. I think the move was beneficial for both sides, though. Russell Wilson wanted to go to the Broncos. Seattle wanted a clean slate. I don't think it was a bad decision. I don't. So whether whether the, whether the Seahawks end up getting Baker Mayfield has yet to be seen. Where, where he ends up is a mystery to me. I'm excited to see what happens. This offseason has been crazy. And I got a, I got a list I want to go through here, you know. Before the podcast ends, I wanted to do this. My top 10 NFL power rankings, who I have that has made the best off-season moves and who I think are in, so far, before the draft, top of the league, top 10 teams. All right, I'm going to start out here. Number 10. I got the Las Vegas Raiders at number 10. Now, they added Chandler Jones and they got Devontae Adams in the off-season. I love that. I love those moves. They've definitely improved. They're in a tough division now, so it's going to be hard to get some wins in this division. You had the Chargers, uh, you know, you had the Chiefs, you had Denver, all make moves. 
But at number 10, I got the Raiders because even though Derek Carr isn't one of the best quarterbacks in the league, he's still very capable. He's very capable. So I really like that move. Number nine, I got the San Francisco 49ers. Now, San Francisco's an interesting team because Jimmy Garoppolo, reportedly, they don't know if they want to trade. Trade him now. They need to trade him. They need to release him. I mean, he's scheduled to make 20-some million this year. You can't be paying. That's starting quarterback money. <laughs> can't be paying Trey Lance and uh, Jimmy G. Who knows if they trust Trey Lance, but I've I've liked what the San Francisco 49ers have done. They're just an old-school team. They're, they're my number nine power ranking because they just play hard. I love the defense. I love that the offense is just a tough running team. Kyle Shanahan's a great coach. They're my number nine. At number eight now, I got the Green Bay Packers. So even though the the Packers did, they did not make a lot of moves, they retained the MVP, which is Aaron Rodgers. And as much as I don't like Aaron Rodgers, as much as I just, he's just not the quarterback for me. They had to pay him a little too much money. Devontae Adams left, so that team is not better, but you still have the MVP, and he still makes plays. And if they can go after a receiver in the draft, which I believe is what their plan is, they can... You'll never replace Devontae Adams, but you can kind of patch that situation. Number seven is the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos, they're a little lower on my list only because that's such a tough division. I love the move of Russell Wilson, though. This is what Denver has done in the past. They went out and they got Peyton Manning. They get some of these veteran quarterbacks. They they haven't had so much success since Peyton Manning. Uh, they haven't drafted well. It's it's not been great situation. They had Drew Locke there. Uh, he's in Seattle now. But at number seven, it's the Denver Broncos for me. At number six, I got the Los Angeles Chargers. Now, Justin Herbert, Khalil Mack. You know, they went out and they got J.C. Jackson, too. They made enough offseason moves to warrant a number six uh, position here. That's a, Again, it's a tough division. It's a tough division. But the Chiefs, they're still at the top of that division. But, you know, they, they got some headway to make here, the Chargers. And I believe they're, they're number six on this list because of the defensive pieces that they've added. And I love the X-Factor ability of Justin Herbert. They're number six. Los Angeles Rams are number five. And I know what everyone's going to say. They just won the Super Bowl. But my biggest criticism of uh, this team, you can't criticize that Super Bowl run. They, they won the Super Bowl. Kudos to them. They're the best team. Uh, they're the team to beat last year. That's last year. We got we to gotta talk about this year. And Odell, who knows if he's going to be back. He's coming off ACL surgery. He, he tore his ACL. Uh, I just, I'm not a fan of the Rams this year. I don't see them repeating. They they didn't make a crazy amount of moves. So the Rams are number five. Still like their quarterback, still like their coach, still like Aaron Donald. <laughs> They're number five. At number four is the Cincinnati Bengals. They've beefed up their offensive line. Okay, so they're going all in. <laughs> on Joe Burrow, which is smart, they got to get that sack uh, sack total down from last year. One of the most sacked quarterbacks last year. Uh, the last two years, actually, he's been in the league. This, this has been terrible. You can't get hit and expect to win. Now, they were in the Super Bowl last year, but they're number four on my list of the power rankings. My number three is the Kansas City Chiefs. All right. Kansas City lost Tyreek Hill. 
They, I don't think they're going to get Tyron Matthews back. But they've made some moves that I like. They've cleared up cap room. They signed Juju, and they signed uh, Scantley from the Packers. I love those moves. Again, they're trying to do what the Packers did. They're trying to patch that hole of the one of the best receivers in the league. You're never going to replace Tyree Kill. But you can patch it. And they're definitely going to go after a wide receiver uh, in this draft. Whether it's Drake London or another guy, they're going to try and get the top guy in this draft. They're, they're my number three. You, you can't disqualify the Chiefs right away. My number two team is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I know. Bruce Arians isn't the coach again. Todd Bowles, or Bruce Arians isn't the coach. He took a more front office role. Uh, Todd Bowles has been appointed uh, the new coach of the Buccaneers. Whether Gronk comes back, who knows? Look, they still got Mike Evans. I believe they're going to have Chris Goblin. They re-signed Leonard Fournette, some key pieces, and they had Tom Brady come back, the GOAT, out of retirement. Two months, he said he was retired. He's back. Uh, one of the greatest quarterbacks in the league. You can never count them out. Remember, Tom Brady brought brought the Tampa Bay Buccaneers back in that game against the Rams. If there wasn't a blown coverage by uh, Winfield Jr., you know, on a decoy route to Cooper Cup, they would have won that game. I think they would have. They had opportunities. So the Buccaneers are number two. And my number one team, and I think Chiefs fans... You're not going to like this one because you got in a shootout last year with them. It's Buffalo Bills. Look, Josh Allen, what can you say? The Buffalo Bills are doing what the Rams did last year. They're going all in on this year. All right. They signed Jamison Crowder. They got Von Miller. This team, you know, they signed Von Miller to a huge contract, which is nuts. But this team, I believe, is the number one team this year. This is who I have going to the Super Bowl. I wasn't ready to commit to the Bills last year. I'm committing to the Bills this year. I'm committing to them. I think they're going to go to the Super Bowl. They're my number one pick. I love that Josh Allen has is an X-factor. The guy is so mobile, you can't stop him. And in that division, you got the Patriots, you got the Jets, and you got the Dolphins. Come on. Even though the Dolphins added speedy uh, Tyreek Hill, they still got Tua. Uh, you know, they got Mike Galecki, I think is his name. Uh, you know, he's one of the top guys in the league, too, uh, at tight end. So they got a lot of good pieces, but all in all, it comes down to the quarterback at the end, and you got Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, and uh, Tua versus Josh Allen. Bills are the top team in that that division. Uh, I wasn't ready to commit to him last year. I wasn't, but I am this year. They're my Super Bowl team. That's my top teams. It's my top teams, who I have... So far, we'll see after the draft if I move some of these up and down on my list, but that's where I got them as of today. All these teams, all these top 10 teams, they are they're definitely uh, more stacked than they were last year. Uh, I've never seen an offseason this active. You have had so many moves. I mean, some free agencies have been busy, but not this busy. And then you had Tom Brady come back, which is a story of its own. I mean, honestly. You know, a team I think that did get better was the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, they're not a flashy team, but I, I like Doug Peterson. Uh, I hope they figure it out with Trevor Lawrence. I do not want to see Trevor Lawrence's career wasted there in Jacksonville because some careers <laughs> will get wasted, let's be honest. 
the Commanders. Uh, I got to get my jersey because I I want to take command, everyone. And the Commanders, I love that they have Carson Wentz, uh, Terry McLaurin. I think they really need, we really need to sign Terry McLaurin. Uh, is he going to want a lot of money? Yes, but he is invaluable to this team. We need him. I think this team, I think the, the Washington in our division, because I think we got the number two quarterback right there with Dak, right behind Dak. It's Dak and Carson Wentz. Eagles with Jalen Hurts and Daniel Jones still with the Giants. We'll see if some of those teams end up taking a quarterback in the draft. Who knows? But I, I think my team has a chance to win our division next year. A couple of years before, I didn't think because the Cowboys had Dak. You know, they got Micah Parsons, but the, the Dallas Cowboys, I think, got a little worse. I mean, he gave up Amari Cooper, and Dak's numbers without Amari are way worse. He needs Amari. He needs Amari bad. <laughs> so, I am excited to see what the Commanders do. Can't wait to see it. So happy that we have a quarterback with Carson Wentz. Do I think he's a long-term quarterback? No, I think he's more of a bridge quarterback. You know, that's just my opinion of him. But hey, got to start somewhere, right? All right, everyone. Well, you know, I appreciate you listening to the podcast today. It's always great to do the podcast. Please just leave a, leave a review of what you think. Hit the subscribe button. You know, tell me what I did right, what I did wrong. Probably say a lot. Uh, catch the podcast next week, Thursday. Uh, got a great show for you next week. Uh, hit me up on all my social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, all that good stuff. All right, guys. We'll catch you next week.